Entrepreneurship and innovation have always been an integral part of Indigenous ways of life. And today, this is inspiring sustainable and transformational solutions. To learn more about how RBC supports Indigenous communities and businesses, visit rbc.com forward slash Indigenous. Small businesses are the foundation of our communities. That's why MasterCard has invested in tools to support small business owners as they grow their business. With MasterCard tools and resources, you can increase sales by shortening checkout time, broadening your customer base, and tapping into new opportunities to increase customer loyalty. So get started. Discover all the ways MasterCard can help guide, grow, and protect your business at mastercard.ca forward slash small business. Smudge of Blades is the only Indigenous hockey apparel brand in Canada. Indigenous hockey in Canada, it isn't just a sport, it's a cultural celebration. Check out our website at www.smudgeofblades.com. Indigenous entrepreneurs, it's our time to shine. Powwow Pitch is all about supporting powwow vendors to grow their reach while celebrating our diverse Indigenous culture through trade. Visit shopify.com forward slash powwow pitch today to sign up for a 60 day free trial to trade more with each other and the world. Quay, welcome everyone to the powwow pitch podcast, a show empowering indigenous entrepreneurs. I am your host, Sunshine Quam Tanasco, and I'm an entrepreneur from Kitagon Zibi and Anishinaabe. I got my entrepreneurial start on Dragon's Den selling baby moccasins, and today I'm the creator of Powwow Pitch and Herb Braids, an author, water protector, mom, and advocate of Indigenous entrepreneurs. Each year, Powwow Pitch supports thousands of Indigenous entrepreneurs to tell their stories. I launched this podcast to grow the reach of our entrepreneurial wisdom, connected to our rich culture and deep roots as Indigenous people. On this podcast, I interview some of the most successful Indigenous entrepreneurs, makers, and creators to share their stories, learnings, and wisdom to lift us all. The Powwow Pitch podcast is a production of Powwow Pitch and co-presented by RBC, Shopify, Meta, and MasterCard with the support of an entire ecosystem of partners committed to the success of Indigenous entrepreneurs. Every two weeks, spring through fall, we drop a new episode. So be sure to subscribe to Powwow Pitch on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and anywhere else you listen to the Powwow Pitch podcast. Also, be sure to visit us at powwowpitch.org to sign up for our newsletter and to get in the loop about support, resources, funding, and opportunities for Indigenous entrepreneurs. Welcome to the show. Hi, Quay. 
Welcome everyone to the Pow Wow Pitch Podcast. Today we have two super duper duper special guests. And fun fact, one of them is my sort of almost cousin, distant cousin from Kitagon Zibi. Um, and so on today's show, we'll be talking about Indigenous e-commerce identity and success. Our guests are Build Native Indigenous Program Managers at Shopify, the one and only Tracy Riddler and Kyle St. Amour Brennan. Welcome to the show, you guys. Thank you for joining us. Um, let's start out by having you uh, both introduce yourselves. Tracy, let's start with you. Hey, everyone. Thanks for having us, Sunshine. This is so awesome. Uh, my name is Tracy Riddler. I'm Jim Chan from the Kitsum Kalem First Nation in Northern British Columbia. I currently live in New West with my three kids and my partner, and I am the partner and operations manager of Build Native at Shopify. Awesome. Kyle. Quick way. Um, hey, everyone. I'm Kyle Algonquin Anishinaabe from Kitagon Zibi Anishabeg. And uh, Quem's sort of kind of cousin, as uh, <laughs> as you have in every res. But uh, I'm uh, currently based and uh, living and 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 laughing and loving on um, Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh territory here in Vancouver. Awesome. Live, live, laugh, love, laugh, live, love, all of those L's. Uh, perfect. So Kaya, let's start uh, with Shopify. For those uh, listeners out there who don't know about Shopify, and I get this all the time. Um, I don't even, you know, work for Shopify, but people confuse it with Spotify on the regular. Um, so what is Shopify? Yeah, even my dad still confuses it uh, with Spotify, <laughs> and I've been here for almost six years. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the best way I, I mean, so Shopify is like a leading provider of essential uh, like internet infrastructure for commerce, so for businesses, for people who make transactions. Um, with that, you sort of have a bunch of tools for, you know, you have a website, you have, um, you know, point of sale equipment so you could sell in person through your phone or an iPad. Um, you have all those kind of tools together. The best way that I kind of summarize that all is it's sort of, Shopify is sort of like a business administration software or tool um, that businesses of all sizes sort of use. So um, you probably have bought from a Shopify store. It's, you know, I'd say that like we power over 1.7 million businesses across the world. So um, pretty much like most times you've ever bought online, there's a good chance uh, it'll be a Shopify um, store. So mm -hmm. that's a good way to describe it, actually. Um, nice. So Tracy, so within Shopify, what is the Bill Native Indigenous program? Well, we are an Indigenous led, Indigenous built um, program, and we focus on building culturally appropriate and accessible education um, and programming capacity building framework um, to decolonize entrepreneurship and make it more accessible to Canadians, New Zealanders, mm -hmm. all the Indigenous people, all the Native people around the world. Mm -hmm. And Kyle, maybe you can explain to us on uh, why is it important to have a build native program within Shopify? Yeah, I mean, I think representation is fundamentally important. Mm -hmm. I think, um, you know, there's a kind of good ethos at Shopify where we need to be merchant obsessed. And I think when you're trying to bring your whole entire self into what you do, you're obviously bringing a, a proportion of your identity. So being indigenous um, and and knowing an indigenous lived experience and coming from a reserve like ours or or any reserve really you're kind of you know that there's like unique 
you know, struggles, there's unique roadblocks. So the fundamental representation of a team like Build Native is that you have people with the shared lived experience that fundamentally could understand, um, you know, the roadblocks and challenges that that sort of indigenous entrepreneurs face. So you're able to um, create pathways or create um, change ways to be able to to find more you know perpetual success within our communities and create healthier families and healthier ecosystems and create avenues economic development so mm-hmm it all it all leads into one thing into another. And, I, you know, it sounds so simple when you say representation matters. But I share this story regularly about uh, Dragon's Den and it really resonates with non-Indigenous people uh, because I say when Indigenous people are watching Dragon's Den and you see a niche person, you know, on TV, you're like, oh, my God. And you're immediately focused and you sort of cheer and you're like, oh, look, there's a niche person on TV and you're excited and whatever. But let's say a non-Indigenous person is watching and they see someone who is non-Indigenous walk across the stage. You're not automatically going to cheer for them based on their skin color or based based on how they look, you're going to want to know what they do in their business because we see non-Indigenous people all the time, you know? So I think when we say representation matters, it's it's so much deeper and we have to sort of explain that because people who see themselves regularly don't even understand what that's like, um, you know, because of the struggles. And so we have to articulate and say this over and over and over and over again. So, um, Shopify has been a huge part of power pitch growth and success since the beginning. And earlier this spring, we announced a major three-year partnership, uh, which we grow across Turtle Island and New Zealand, which, oh my gosh, I am so friggin' excited about. So Kyle, can you explain why Shopify is backing power pitch? Yeah, I mean, I've I've had the pleasure to be involved with Powwow Pitch um, even before this partnership, so I feel like I have a, a pretty good insight to it. But I will say that I mean, Powwow Pitch has built one of the best and greatest Indigenous entrepreneurial showcases anywhere. Mm. Um, it's really one of those scenarios where it's entrepreneurship provided just even beyond the boxes of like a kind of colonial capitalistic lens. So you have like, you know, aspiring entrepreneurs, established entrepreneurs, and, you know, anyone sort of in the middle or even people with just an idea um, kind of coming to the table and expressing themselves in like almost the purest of ways, which is so powerful. And I think like definitely our mandate here at Shopify is just simply to create more voices to entrepreneurship. So being involved in something like this and, and you know, especially because Pavel Pitch started in Ottawa where Shopify also started. So mm-hmm. there's kind of this sort of like a very, um, very sort of um, complementary kind of hometown sort of support um, component to it. So I think really, really that's the proponent. I say that, that, you know, the sheer amount of entrepreneurs coming and starting and scaling and growing through power pitches is something that Shopify would definitely love to be involved with going forward and has been involved with in the last, I'd say, three or four years. So. Ah, you just said that so eloquently and nice. Like you just made me smile um, so big. Thank you for saying that. Um, Tracy, what's your hope for this partnership? Oh, um, so many things. I mean, I I always go back and it, it sounds a little bit silly, but I always go back to 
you know, my, my why and what's worth it. And I think, and it, it does sound ridiculous, but even if we help one entrepreneur succeed, I think that that's a huge success. I know we're going to help thousands. Mm. Um, but I really like focusing on like individual success mm-hmm. and, because that means success for the entire community when you're talking about indigenous people. And I love how focused powwow pitch is on building community. Like, I think that's the key to unlocking us thriving as a whole. Um, and I can't wait to see how much that flourishes over the next three years. Uh, like, honestly, that's why I love working with you guys is because of that, what you just said. I That's how we go about things here too, is like every single, like whether it's a podcast or a workshop or a powwow pitch or whatever we're doing, if we can just help one person, we know that that person is going to go back to their community and help 10 other people or help their family and that those seeds all across Turtle Island are really going to grow and what we're trying to do is plant the seeds right now and that's what we've been trying to do and and watering them so I think that um, values wise that's why um, that's why I love you guys so much (laughs) Um, Kyle why is it important for indigenous entrepreneurs to think about setting up an online business and what are the first steps they should take to get started yeah i mean you know i think i think it's uh we live in a different age and it's a it's an age that really to be honest could empower all of our people in every geographic region and i think like the the you know old school business mentality used to be that you had to like nail your local market Mm -hmm. you had to like you know, sign up for a business and then like get a brick and mortar place and then, you know, start selling to like, you know, local folks and do that. Now with, you know, the technological age and then especially even in a, you know, post kind of COVID environment, you know, now everyone's gone on online and you have this incredible opportunity that even if you live in a, in a geographically remote area, you have this huge opportunity to get products to people anywhere in the world. Um, either through a shipping carrier and a website and and all that. So it's it's a different environment. You could stay at home. You don't have to go to the city. You don't have to, you know, relocate. You could stay in the bush if you want. You could still have these like huge, beautiful, like impactful business and stay on the land and, and kind of do that. And I think really what, what an online sales channel, an online component really empowers you to do is really just be more autonomous into how you sort of want to live and, and do that. Um, so we've sort of seen a lot of businesses do that. Um, we've seen a lot of like incredible stories that are inspirational. Mm. Um, one of my favorite entrepreneurs that's ever existed in the world is uh, her name's Anong Beam. She lives on uh, Manitoulin Island, and you know um, she pretty much started a business with her phone, <laughs> and then operated it off of her phone for two years. And she makes these incredible paints, these like watercolor paints, mm. but. She's living in her community, doing her thing, and 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 kind of continuing on her traditions and and learning the language and, and giving back to a multitude of generations. So I think really the, the opportunity is there for so many people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a big thing I, I say to all Indigenous entrepreneurs is that you know we're the original storytellers. You have authenticity baked into how you express already. It's just really about about taking that and making it your own. And mm-hmm. I think that that's that's really the incredible power that an online site has. And Anytime you want to get started, obviously, we'll probably say is that we have an exclusive um, um, build native free trial that's available. You can uh, find it at 
shopify.com slash um, shopify indigenous um, you could sign up for a, um, a free trial there it's 60 days for any aspiring entrepreneur which is quite amazing but uh, and then from there it's as long as you have a phone you could take some photos and you know even a base logo there's tons of other tools that are available for you mm, really like you're helping people create the life that they want like it's a tool to be able to do that simply put um, I think it's amazing. I'm a I'm a Shopify. That's where that's where I started one of my project as well. So so big fan. Um, so Tracy, can you give us some examples of some of the businesses you support and how they've grown with Shopify? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's really what the businesses I want to mention are actually all in the same market, and it's interesting to see how non-indigenous people react to that because they assume they would be competitors mm. and that, you know, they would work against one another. But the, you know, I think the three most well-known indigenous soap companies run by some three powerhouse women who are definitely change makers, uh, Sisters Sage, Wasau Soaps and Yukon Soaps. Um, they, they started with an idea, you know, and grown each one of their businesses very differently um, with very different products, even though it's all soap um, in the most beautiful way. And they support one another and they uplift one another and they help one another. And then not just them, they, you know, they're bringing up entrepreneurs behind them and teaching them their skills behind them. And you just see this kind of wave of reciprocity and amazingness behind all three of these women. Mm. Yep. I, we see it all the time, uh, within powwow pitch and it really is beautiful. And I think that that's how indigenous people are seeing business, uh, especially the, the younger ones. Um, and when I say younger, I don't mean, I mean, people just getting into business, uh, the youth, the youth of entrepreneurship. Um, but I want to circle back to indigenous identity and success. You sort of touched on that, how they're all succeeding together. Um, you know, there's a lot that we need to deconstruct about money, business, success, and creating businesses in our own way with community and values first. Um, we've always been trading. That's part of indigenous way of life, whether it's services, whether it's goods. Um, at powwows, we're surrounded by vendors. That's all trade as well. Our artists sell their work. How do we reframe money as medicine? Medicine. Um, and the other big thing is success. How do we define success? I know that uh, when I started talking about this, people often talk about scaling, scaling, scaling. My idea my version of success looks different. It's about having the freedom and the time um, to spend with my children, to make the time to, you know, uh, calmly have lunch with someone and not be like work, 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 work. And I think that having your own business is a way to do that. So um, let's have these conversations. You were just, Tracy, you were just speaking at uh, in New York at the UN about some of these issues. Can you share your perspective? on that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I really think it needs to go beyond just reframing money and success. And like, let's set a lofty goal to, to really like, you know, forget Western capitalism, we can create 
an, an indigenous economy mm. that's just adjacent to Western capitalism. You know, maybe it plugs in, maybe it doesn't. Um, hopefully it does. But I think that's the best way forward. Kyle and I see it time and time again, like marketing plans, how to scale exactly what you were saying. What's step five in your business plan? It's always about being the best and making more money and consuming more. And it never fits with Indigenous entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. It always feels weird. It's almost recolonizing in a way because it makes you live outside yourself or live outside your Indigenous identity to try to attain this you know, idea of success that we haven't been able to define ourselves. So creating an indigenous economy, we can really have our own self-determination. Each, each person who is there gets to decide if $500 a month is enough for them, or do they want a really lofty goal of $40,000 a month? Like that's all possible and how they do it. There's no template. There's no, there's no consume, consume. It's about sustainability. It's about bringing people up behind you. It's about sharing knowledge. It's about taking care of the environment and taking care of your community. Mm, let's put that in a book, okay? That was glorious. <laughs> <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> Uh, I'm a one-hit wonder. That's not coming out again. <laughs> We're going to need to replay that and like get someone to type it. Uh, Kyle, what are your thoughts about money, success, and identity as it relates to Indigenous entrepreneurs? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a challenging. You know how it is. Like when you go back to the res, it's sort of like, you know, you go back home and people's first priority are not necessarily about like what you're doing for money. Like when I go back home, it's like usually like, oh, yeah, hey, like, how's it going, buddy? Like, how's your dad? How's your brother? Mm -hmm. Like, how are your aunts? Like, how, what's, how, like, what, how are healthier people? Like, what you've been up to and kind of how do you spend your time? And it's sort of like a different paradigm, paradigm of like priority. Um, you know, like the best, like, there's kind of like this, like, general, um, there's sort of this like one little thing that Tracy and I tend to refer to often, which is like, there's this like really good um, Maslow hierarchy of needs informed by like the Blackfoot nation. It's sort of this like diagram that has like a, a two pyramids. It shows the Western perspective on like what's sort of individual needs and then compared to an indigenous person, which, you know, like when you're coming from your community and you're kind of trying to heal and you're trying to kind of move things back, it's sort of like in the Western, in sort of the Western or kind of white capitalist environment, like self-actualization of the individual is always at the top, is like you're ultimately trying to make your individual better and maybe your nuclear family, where when you go back home, it's really like that's at the bottom, like, you know, self-actualization needs to lead into a community, actual like activation, and then like on top of that too, it needs to also perpetuate the cultural component because we're all trying to like bring our culture back or move it forward or evolve it and add a little bit different. So success in that two different paradigms is different, right? Like what I love about indigenous entrepreneurs is that, you know, oftentimes their motivator isn't money. It isn't scaling. It isn't those components. It's actually, you know, community health and, and cultural preservation or perpetuity. So it's like moving it forward. So I really love that component and it's always what's, what's motivated me to be an entrepreneur or, or connect with other people is that, you know, like I would rather, you know, spend my time working in a field that allows me to think about my identity or think about my culture or how I could give back instead of feeling like I'm working for someone else 
who frankly doesn't really care about my community or my identity or the land or all those other components and I don't necessarily have to compromise my own uh, my own values mm-hmm. I love that you said that because two two kind of stories just popped into my head one last year we had uh, Tennille Campbell the the poet photographer extraordinaire on here legend the legend and what's funny is we had a conversation before the podcast right and we're we're chatting and we get we're like what do we even talk about i don't even know what you do for work and she's like i don't know what you do for work and yet we've gone to dinner (laughs) so many times and we're like we know you're doing good shit but i didn't know you were doing this and and vice versa too so you know that's interesting and and um I was giving an interview yesterday and, and someone's asked about the community and, you know, what does your community think? And I'm like, you know, we don't talk about that stuff. Like it might be in passing, like, oh, I have to go to the city tomorrow to, uh, you know, uh, do the podcast. But it's to say, I'm going to the city. Do you need something at Walmart? <laughs> Or do you need something? <laughs> Those are the reasons that that we're telling you, you know. So that's not the number one thing that we discuss. So that's I appreciate you you saying that and uh, makes it really clear. So um, both of you, what are you hoping that this three year partnership uh, with Power Pitch uh, will meet for Shopify uh, and Indigenous entrepreneurs? We'll start with you, Kyle. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we've talked about this before in the past and like, you know, entrepreneurship isn't really a word that's gotten to the res, mm. you know, it's like we have our own words or we have our own vocabulary for the like fundamentally the same thing. And it means like, you know, different things in different cultures. But I think like what I hope out of this three year partnership with Power Pitch is really that we have an ability to demystify mm. uh, the opportunity that's available through entrepreneurship in general. And the way that it is like, it's kind of just like another art form. It's another way to express yourself. It's another way to like communicate your values and like what you love, like your people, your culture, where you're from. So I hope that like, as we sort of grow this out, there's more entrepreneurs that have the opportunity to take the platform and express themselves and sort of share where they're coming from and like share their culture and have the opportunity to hopefully have some level of financial autonomy Mm. that they could focus all their time. Maybe it starts off as a side hustle and then suddenly it becomes the thing that they get to do all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, they get to learn language all the time. They get to beat all the time. They get to do whatever all the time. And I think like, I just would, I'm just excited to share in the opportunities of hearing more of those stories, meeting more people and like, you know, laughing and I don't know, Mm -hmm. doing, doing native people shit. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. Tracy, what about you? Oh, I really, really hope that this is, you know, uh, we're able to knock down a whole bunch of barriers Mm -hmm. and just make it easier for the people behind us to to stand up and rise and thrive. You know, and I, and I think we're there, you know, like I think we're actually doing it, but it would be so great to see, you know, like to check back in five years Mm -hmm. and have some entrepreneurs, the indigenous entrepreneurs be like, man, that was so easy. Mm -hmm. That would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're right at that cusp right now. That's how I yeah. feel anyways. Um, that would be that would be amazing. Um, what final advice do you have for those listening about entrepreneurship and getting started, Kyle? Yeah, um, the number one advice I, I tend to give is always about not fearing failure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, putting yourself out there could always be scary. Um, but like, you know, 
there's other examples of people in your community that have done it. There's examples out there in the world of people who come from a similar set of circumstances that have done it. So failure really is just like a kind of mindset and it could be sort of a transition into like perpetual learning. Like failure just tells you when something is working or not. Mm-hmm. So like the main thing about entrepreneurship is just trying it. Like try it, to be honest, you, no one's ever gonna judge you for just trying it and then ultimately learning. Like learning is just like, you know, you don't have to learn only in like a school or post-secondary environment. Like you learn in everything you do in life. So entrepreneurship really is like another avenue of learning. So not f- learning to like not fear failure and just try things and, you know, pivot. That's really like, that's really the starting point. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then moving forward from there. I know I love talking about failure to be probably because I failed so much, uh, both professionally and personally. And I use the air quotes around failure uh, because you can you can use it to grow. And it's how you get up over and over, pick yourself up. And the more you learn to stand back up, the stronger you get and the faster you get at picking yourself back up. And it becomes a little bit easier every time. And that's really where the magic is, right? The magic is learning how to pick yourself up. So I love talking about that. Um, What about you, Tracy? Oh, find your community. Mm. Um, and, and it just echoes exactly what Kyle just said. Like when you have your community failing is learning for all of you. Mm. Um, and you get to, you know, rely and help on everybody's knowledge as a collective and they're there to help you. So just find them, fail with them, thrive with them, rise with them. Oh my God. That is a one hit wonder type shit. What did you just say? (laughs) (laughs) That was so good. <laughs> oh my god we need to replay that after failing is everyone's learn i don't know it's so good anyways so um just to close uh, where can our listeners go to connect with both of you and with shopify Kyle knows the new address. It, it used to be shopifyindigenous.com and then he changed it on me. He's a tricker, That's that right. guy. Go ahead. You, you, you could actually still go to shopifyindigenous.com. Ah, perfect. Or you could find us at buildnative.shop or you could find me or Tracy on LinkedIn, Twitter, all the social medias, um, all those very variable things. Awesome. Thank you so much, you guys. Uh, Kitchen Miigwech for all of your support of Pow Wow Pitch and Indigenous Entrepreneurs for sharing so openly. Uh, this has been actually ridiculously inspiring. You kind of blew my mind here with your one-liners, both of you. Um, <laughs> thank you for your example and your leadership. And uh, we're really excited and look forward to uh, meeting the 2022 Pow wow Pitch winners with you guys this year. Miigwech, guys. Thank you for joining us today on the Pow Wow Pitch podcast, dedicated to empowering Indigenous entrepreneurs. Thank you to our co-presenting partners, RBC, Shopify, Meta, and MasterCard. To our producers, Victoria Lennox and Cyprian Shalankiewicz. And to everyone who makes Pow Wow Pitch possible. Be sure to visit us at powwowpitch.org to explore how we can support you to start your business and sign up to our newsletter to learn more about the Powwow Pitch Competition, the Indigenous Entrepreneurship Awards, the Powwow Pitch Box, and other opportunities for you and your business. 
Until next time, I am your host, Sunshine Tenasco. Miigwech.